Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura. I love you, Bear. This is episode 53 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to discuss some interesting facts. The largest living organism on Earth is a fungus called Amir... I knew I was going to mess that up. Amarilla estoyu, right? Yes. Which covers 2,200 acres in Oregon, United States. I think they call it a mushroom shrimp... A mushroom? No. A straw mushroom. Okay. And it's it's one big... Mushrooms, when they when they grow, they have these little tendrils that go underground. That's where the the term fairy rings comes from, because a single spore will land on the ground, and it'll grow down underneath at a certain distance, and then come back up again, and you'll have a circle of mushrooms in that spot. Oh, wow, that's pretty interesting. But this one has grown to be... 2,200 acres. That's enormous. How, I mean, how, how big is that? Like, square miles wide? Well, you think? my mother's property is six acres, so... A lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty neat. I'm thinking that Disney World is something like 4,000 acres. Really? Maybe it's hectares. I wonder if that's like the maid server for the worldwide or the worldwide wood, as they call it. <laughs> where, where all of the forest trees talk to each other. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fascinating. Have you ever read anything or seen videos about that? Yeah, Dr. Carl on the Triple J talks about it sometimes. Okay, yeah. Carl, uh, not Carl Sagan. Um, there was a show on TV. I think, um, not Carl Is I can't think of his name now, for the love of me. But he went into detail about it. So it was pretty interesting. You know who it is. It's the black astrophysicist. Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. Yeah, he went and talked about that. So, And then there was another show on Netflix about it. So it's pretty fascinating if you ever get a chance to, to learn a little bit more about it. So, But, that's yeah, that's pretty neat. I didn't realize that. The world's smallest mammal is the bumblebee bat, which lays less than a penny. So it weighs less than a gram. I'm trying to picture in my mind picking up a penny, and it seems like they're so small that they're almost weightless. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a gram. I I wonder how, well, they're going by weight here. Uh, It must be a tiny, tiny bat. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think there's much weight to bats in the first place. I mean, they're, they're basically like flying mice. Well, I think they're more like birds in that they have hollow bones. Oh, do they? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't realize that either. I'm learning something, quite a few things today. I'd be, I'd be interested to see what it looks like, though. Okay. The longest recorded flight of a chicken is 13 seconds. I would guess that that's a little exaggerated because I can't imagine a chicken flying for even 13 seconds. They probably dropped it out of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Chickens 
have been bred to be big and fat and have lots of meat and they the they may have the flight instinct in them but there there's no flying yeah. chickens anywhere i mean it's almost like they they hump and they they hop and then flap and that's about it but 13 seconds is quite a long time if you think about it i guess if i flew for 13 seconds it would seem like quite an accomplishment yeah yeah I always joke that I said if my superhuman ability was to fly, it would serve me no good because I'd only leave maybe about five feet off the ground since I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> you you might know this. The world's largest volcano is Mauna Loa, located in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Have you seen it? No, I never got to see it. Not um, even from a distance? I flew over it. When you, when you... So you can't fly. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> No, but I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense. I mean, the Hawaiian Islands are volcanic island, so they're they're basically reaching up from the bottom Pacific. And that magma is—it came from deep in the earth and pushed up like a pimple. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's kind of—you got to think how deep it is around there. I mean, it's the most the remotest island chain in the world, even though there's thousands of islands. But yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty neat if you think about it. How how far it's actually, and how many millions of years it's taken to, to grow. It's still active, too. So, but no, I never had a chance to see it. I would have loved to, but no, I never did. Hmm. Okay. The tallest mammal in the world is the giraffe, which can grow up to 18 feet tall. I'm not at all surprised by this fact. I, I would have thought a list of facts could have found something more interesting than uh, giraffes are really tall. Yeah. They're beautiful animals. I suppose. You don't think they're pretty? pretty? I don't know. I kind of think of them as like horses with long necks. With pretty colors? I I suppose, yeah. Mm, That's interesting. Yeah, I I think they're neat. I think they're, they're, I don't know. They're awkward but graceful. Yeah, yeah. They always seem to be interested in you whenever we go to Tanganyika. Yeah, I don't get that. Unless I I dress like a keeper that brings food or something. Mm, I could see you pass as a zookeeper. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, especially the ones we go to. <laughs> so, I don't think this one is true. The largest fish in the sea is the whale shark, which can grow up to forty feet long. No, that's true. What do you, what do you think's bigger? Aren't whales mammals? Whales are mammals. That's why they it's have the to come fish. up for air, right? Yeah, that's why it's so. The they're not fish. Fish, fish yeah. have gills that they breathe. They pull water through to get the oxygen. Mm-hmm. I doubt that a shark or or a whale could grow big enough to be a, a predator if they had gills. Well, that's what a whale shark is. It's a fish. So you're saying the whale shark does have gills? Yes. Yes. That's why it's a fish. Okay. Yeah, that's why it's the largest fish in the world. Whereas whales, like orcas, sperm whales, great whales, they're all mammals. They actually have to come up and breathe air. They have lungs. But whereas the whale, it actually does have gills. If you ever see them when they go and they're they're swimming, you can see their gills on the side of their necks. Okay. So the confusion here is it's called a whale shark. So... It's not a whale. It's, it's not a whale. It's a, it's a fish, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's confusing. They're enormous, though. Apparently, they're very docile, too, where you can, uh, there's places down in Mexico where you can go swimming with them. 
apparently they school down there or breed down there, down in um, somewhere like in the, the Yucatan or something like that. Well, I'm very docile, but I'm very dangerous too. Yeah, well, you don't like swimming either, so. <laughs> the smallest country in the world is Vatican City with an area of only 14 hectares. Um, that's 44 hectares. Or 44 hectares. Or hectares? I think it's hectares. Hectares. I don't know what a hectare is. I'm guessing it's bigger than an acre. Yeah. And 44, I don't know. I, I always thought the Vatican City was about the size of New York. I have no idea. It could. New York City or New York State? New York City, uh, on Manhattan yeah. Island. Yeah, well, it could be. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I suppose technically the Vatican City is a country, but it's not a country with a GPA and, and all that. I mean, mm. it, it only has one industry. What's that, Catholicism? <laughs> yeah, religion. Lies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Lies and guilt. <laughs> the longest river in the world is the Nile, stretching 4,135 miles. That's pretty impressive, if you think about it. I think the Amazon would be bigger, because it branches out. Yeah, I, I was surprised to read that, but um, just I know it takes 24 hours to drive from here to New Jersey, and it's only 1,500 miles. So that's almost three times the distance, which is... It's wider. It's longer than the United States is across. Well, yeah, it's going all the in Africa. It's going all the way from the southern continent all the way to to the northern mm -hmm. continent. So, in length from Lake Victoria, which I believe is its source, to the Mediterranean, where it dumps out, consider that a straight line. That that would be the longest river. Hmm. But I I think. The Amazon, when you consider all of its branches and whatever, it probably dumps out more water. So does the Nile flow from south to north? Yes. Oh, really? Well, it goes, it starts out going north, and then it goes across the equator, and then it goes, well, it's still going north. Yeah, it goes north the whole way. Hmm. Because most rivers flow from north to south, right? Mm, no, they just travel from the highest point to the lowest point whatever oh. that is. In the United States, I guess that would be north to south because you've got the the Rockies and what is the the other... Appalachian. The, the Appalachia, and so everything else is a big valley. Okay, yeah, the, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, yeah. everything, if, if everything flowed from north to south, there'd be a really, really big ocean at the bottom of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so... Be a little bottom heavy. Okay, is it your turn or my turn? It's your turn. Okay. Okay. The deepest point in the ocean is the Challenger Deep, located in the Mariner Mariana Trench, at the depth of thirty six thousand seventy feet. Didn't they make a science fiction horror type movie about that? I think it was called Deep Contact or something like that. I thought it was the Abyss. That's right. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Well, we, we seem to know about space, then we know more about our oceans. Isn't, don't they say that quite a bit? Yeah. And 
that's a science fiction story because I doubt we will ever have the technology to, for humans to go in the Marianas Trench. It's just so deep. The pressure is so great. I just can't see us making technology. I could see sending robots there. Yeah. But not sending people like that. Yeah. Can you, I, I couldn't imagine. I mean, you're claustrophobic. Can you imagine being down in something like that? Oh, that makes me shudder just to think about it. <laughs> in a submarine. That would be waking up in a coffin. Yeah, there's, there's how dark it is and just some of the noises you'd probably hear. Yeah, nope, I'm good. I'd, okay. I'd rather go. You're making me very uncomfortable. Okay, I'm sorry. I'd rather go to space. Well, would you rather go to space or would you rather do that? Well, in space, you're typically in a tiny little can. It's just protecting you from the vacuum, so I don't think it's much better. Yeah, that's true. Uh, unless the Starship Enterprise comes along with its great big Hilton-like rooms full of air. Um, you're not You're not signing up? I, I don't think I would get in the space station, no. You wouldn't? It'd be yeah. like being in a submarine. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. You've never been in a submarine before, have you? I have, but it was on a tour, and it was open, and they had lots of fans. And Didn't bother to, you? To go down into one in the ocean, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. So a lot of it's mental then. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. No, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. The highest point on Earth is Mount Everest, which stands to the, or sorry, 29,029 feet. And people want to climb that. Um, for the challenge, I suppose. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't like heights. <laughs> well, I took a quote to work one day that said, um, Mount Everest is littered with the bodies of highly motivated people. It's true. That's true. I mean, would you ever want to do anything like that? If you had the physical ability of doing it? Well, that last part changes the answer quite a bit. I don't know that I would do anything that risky, but if I was capable of doing mountain climbing, it might be kind of interesting, as long as I don't look down. Yeah. Fall all the way down. That'd be a long fall. Yeah. <laughs> you have a long time to regret it. Yeah. The largest animal ever to live on Earth is the blue whale, which can go up to 100 feet long and weigh over 200 tons. 200 tons. Um, what's another thing that weighs 200 tons? I was going to be really dirty and say my, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I have no idea. Space shuttle? It's, it, it might as well be infinity because I, I can't even picture it. Yeah, I have no idea what weighs 200 tons. That They would have to live in the ocean because they'd crush under their own weight if they weren't. Well, that's what happens to them. When they wash up, they suffocate. Because of that. Have you ever seen one? No. Like, well, I've never seen one live or anything like that. Well, no, I've seen them offshore in Hawaii. Uh, but when, if you ever have a chance to go to the Smithsonian, when you walk into the museum of, uh, one of the museums there, I can't think of the name of it, um, they actually have one hanging from the ceiling. And it's, and it's, it's mind-blowing for how big it is. It's just hanging from the ceiling and just how massive it, and how small it makes you feel. It really puts it into perspective. 
But no, I, I've had the, the times that I've been to Hawaii, I've, I've actually seen them breach offshore. And one of the highlights of it was when, because they calve out there during the, the winter months, you can go snorkeling offshore and you can actually hear the whales singing back and forth to each other. And it's pretty neat, pretty amazing. But you'll see the, the mamas and the, the baby calves out there breaching on the surface. And they're just, they're just beautiful. The fastest land animal is the cheetah and can reach speeds of up to 75 miles an hour. That's a fast putty cat. Well, I can picture 75 miles an hour because, you know, on the highway, people drive 75 miles an hour. I, however, cannot imagine a cat running alongside at that speed. Yeah, wouldn't that kind of freak you out if you're flying down the highway and you look over and you see a cat keeping <laughs> pace with you? Hmm. Yeah, but I don't think they can do it for very, very long. So that's a burst speed, not a... It's. I think they can do it for like, marathon like 15, 20 seconds, and then they're wiped out. But that's still impressive. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, they're running, they're running, I mean, if they only do it for 30 seconds, that's, wow. I mean, it's it's still, they just almost ran a half a mile, a little over half a mile in 30 seconds. Hmm. So it's pretty impressive. The tallest bird in the world is the ostrich, which can reach up to nine feet tall. That doesn't seem very surprising to me either. I mean, everybody knows that ostriches are really tall birds. Mm -hmm. And almost every zoo has one. Yeah. So they're they're not that unique anymore. No. No, I agree. They can be rather mean too, can't they? Yeah, uh, I, I went through a drive-through zoo that had ostriches, and they'd come and they'd peck the bugs off your windshield. Oh, really? And they were quite aggressive. Hmm. Well, I guess you can be if you're nine feet tall. Hmm. I, I think the most interesting fact about the ostrich is when they lay an egg, it's mm, about the size of a basketball, and that is one cell. That is one living cell. That is the size of a basketball. That's that's impressive. Uh, you know, until it starts splitting, you know, to to make the the, the fetus of the ostrich. Mm -hmm. That that's a that's a huge cell. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. The oldest known living organism is the bristle cone pine tree, named Methuselah, estimated to be over four thousand eight hundred years old. Wow. Did you know that? No, I did not. I didn't either. I wonder if it's one of the big trees out in California. It doesn't say where it is. Yeah. 4,800 years old, though. I wonder, would they find the, the birth certificate for it? Or <laughs> I mean, if you think about that, though, that's about as old as the Egyptian Empire. Not quite, not but quite. almost. Yeah. And I believe to... to Get the age, they, uh, they, they carbon so they, date. They, they screw a, a thing that, that pulls a, a core that they can pull out, and they can count the rings. And each hmm. ring is one year, hmm. so they don't have to chop the tree down to you know to know how how old it is. Oh, that's pretty neat. So that's probably very accurate. Oh yeah, so it makes Jesus look pretty young. 
The largest known dinosaur is Argentosaurus, which is believed to have been over 100 feet long and weigh over 100 tons. So it weighs half as much as the whale. Hmm. Blue whale. Interesting way to put it. Mm-hmm. Just as long, but... I still can't even picture 100 tons. Nothing, nothing in my concept of the world. Uh, I can't think of anything that would be 100 tons. Mm. I mean, 100 tons is 200,000 pounds. Still way beyond my comprehension. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to think how much like a jumbo jet weighs. No idea. Neither do I, yeah. I know I've read it sometime in the past, but I'm not sure how much they do weigh. And they can lift themselves up in the air and fly, too. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The tallest waterfall in the world is Angel Falls in Venezuela, which drops a total of 3,212 feet. I believe I've heard of this. And it's not, that 3,000 feet is not water falling from the top all the way down 3,000 feet and landing in something. It's, I think it is a series of waterfalls. There's no point where the water goes, falls that whole length. Mm. That'd be really impressive if it was. Uh, Especially... Uh, a place that has a, a source of fresh water that high up, because mm-hmm. uh, it has to come you know, usually from the snow down through an aquifer and then then back out again. Yeah. So it would have to be fairly high to start with. Yeah. The longest cave system in the world is the Mammoth Cave System in Kentucky, with over four hundred miles of explored passageways. Something you'd want to do one day. I've been to Mammoth Cave in, or is it Marvel Cave? I think it's Marble Cave in Arkansas. Hmm. Um, it, it's in Silver Dollar City, I believe. And it is large enough that they can, um, they can float hot air balloons inside of it. Oh, wow. That's really cool. So it, it doesn't feel like you're going down, you know, cramped little twisty turny I'm I'm sure it has passages like that. What who I okay. This is how my brain thinks. But who goes in there and goes, you know what? Let's fly a hot air balloon in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like Well I I think mainly just to prove that it can be done. Yeah. I wonder if the uh if Gandalf fought down there and defeated the demon from Mordor. Well, I, I do remember them saying something at that cave that uh, the first people to explore it turned around and ran out because they expected a cave to be cold and damp. And it got to a point where it was very, very warm. And they were afraid they were getting close to hell. Hmm. And they turned around and left. Wow. Oh, that's pretty. Was it pretty impressive when you went down there? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty or, and, yeah, and well, like other caves, um, it's mainly done by water, so it's it's very damp and very wet. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of well, different, but like the salt mines that we've been to in Hutchinson, they're well, different. Yeah, the, those are mainly square because you know they 
wanted to cut the salt out methodically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas caves just kind of meander like like rivers do. Mm-hmm. And well, in the salt mines, what was the ceiling height on those? 10, 15 feet? 12 feet, maybe. Yeah. So I'm surprised you could do that. Well, the hardest part of that was the elevator right down there. Yeah. Because how far does that one go down? It seemed to me like it was about the height of the Empire State Building. That's the depth of it. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's that's down there just incredibly far. Yeah. The, the weird... I, I don't even like to think about how far down we went. And the thing that bothered me about that, the only time it bothered me is when they turn out all the lights on the little tour when you get on the... Yeah. I didn't like that, that, that part, because I couldn't imagine something happening being stuck down there with absolutely no light. Hmm. And just those, what, yeah, just no, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, no, I no. tried not to think about those things when we were down there. The highest recorded temperature ever recorded on Earth was 134 degrees Fahrenheit in Furnace Creek Ranch, California in 1913. That's probably true. I don't know about the accuracy of that because I don't know how accurate the thermometers were in 1913. And we've had a lot of very hot weather the last few years. I, I would not be surprised if that record has been broken. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Well, I guess it's aptly named, too, then. Furnace, Furnace Creek. Creek yeah. yeah. The longest recorded time someone has gone without sleep is 11 Days by Randy Gardner in 1965. He must have been on some really good drugs. <laughs> I actually know quite a bit about this. He was a teenager, and I believe it was a science project for science class. And after a few days, some people learned that, that he was doing this, and they became concerned for his health. So some kind of doctor came in to monitor him during all that time. And um, he did want to fall asleep, but... Uh, Could he just not sleep, or...? No, no, it, it, it was a science project to see what would happen to him, you know, how long he could go without sleep. Did he lose his mind? Um, I don't think so. I do know that after he did go to sleep, he slept for 14 hours and only got up because he had to urinate. Wow. I'm surprised he didn't sleep longer than that. And many, many, many years later, he complained about insomnia. Uh, I mean, because there's times where I've been up for like 36 hours and that'll play tricks on your mind. I can't imagine being up for 11 days. Well, sleep kind of pushes your spinal fluid up into your brain to flush out you know, all the poisons in your brain. So by not sleeping, you're poisoning yourself. Hmm. I didn't know that. I was not aware of that. It's very interesting. There are a lot of little interesting facts in this thing today. The most common element in the universe is hydrogen, making up 75% of the normal matter. Well, I knew that too, because hydrogen is the simplest element. It, it only has one electron. Isn't it the building block of the universe? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. It's the simplest element. Uh, hydrogen and uh, helium is the number two. It has two elements, or, yeah, two electrons. Um, and all the other elements uh, came about because 
the 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 masses of hydrogen that exist want to clump together by gravity and when you have that much hydrogen clumped together banging up against each other that's like making a hydrogen bomb and that's basically what the sun is it's like a hydrogen bomb <clears throat> and in there in, in those temperatures you can combine other elements and i think they can get up to the element of iron just by the nuclear fusion of a sun and then um, when that sun runs out and explodes into a supernova all the other elements come from that oh wow so you can think pretty much everything around you everything that you've ever seen or felt or touched all started with hydrogen well wow. we're we're the we're star stuff that's pretty cool well it looks like that's it for this week guys so what is your favorite joke right now okay we talked about the marianas trench do you know where the Marianas Trench is? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's in the Atlantic Ocean, isn't it? It's between Marianas' legs. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed episode 53 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. And Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.